Hi, this is Shannon from the Tuning Into Sci-Fi Small Council Matters podcast. When I'm not reading, watching, and talking about Game of Thrones, I check out Jesse on Set Lusting Bruce, and so should you. And welcome to a new episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and today I am joined by two wonderful, lovely Springsteen fans from overseas that are spending their Sunday afternoon talking to me about Bruce, and I can't think of anything nicer for them to do for me. Uh, why don't you guys introduce yourself? Jennifer? Hi, I'm Jennifer. I'm from the Netherlands. Um, I've been a fan since 1984, since the Born in the USA album. Um, Go ahead. I've been to 17, sh- 17 shows, not that much, but... Hey, it's two more than me, so... And you know what we always say, Jennifer, the amount of shows you go into is not a fair barometer of what kind of fan you are. Absolutely, I agree. And Jennifer was one of my earlier guests. She's been on the show before. We talked about Oscar's Angels and a lot of beautiful things, and no no retreat, no surrender, so I am thrilled you're joining me again. Also joining us is Anna. Hey, Anna, how are you? Hi, Jesse. Hi, Jennifer. I'm Anna from Gothenburg, Sweden. Uh, I've also been a fan since 1984, born in the USA, and I've seen uh, 13 shows. Uh, well, yeah, that's me. Okay, very nice. And uh, Anna, you just fairly recently discovered the podcast, correct? Yes, that's true. Because uh, I know you, you're, you're very active on Twitter. And you're yeah. always really nice about, hey, I just listened to this older episode, enjoyed it, or always excited about a new one. And so, um, audience, we need to give a warm round of applause to Anna because and hold her hand virtually because she was a little nervous about joining us. <laughs> yes, I was. And Jennifer told her, no, 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 it's going to be great. We're going to have a good time. So thank you for doing this. I appreciate you guys both. Okay, thank you for doing this. Uh. Oh, thanks. So, um, we, and what ended up getting Anna able to, you know, kind of get past her um, shyness 
is that um, there was recently a um, post from uh, Watching Mojo, and they listed their top 10 Springsteen songs. And this is a, I won't say controversial, because I think all of us um, know that picking your top 10 songs is a very personal thing. Uh, but it did get us a widely discussed topic. And so we have certainly had our share of episodes where we talked about favorite songs and and themes episodes, but we've never done kind of a top 10 countdown. And so I reached out to both Jennifer and Anna and I said, hey, would you guys want to join me? And they both said yes. So that's our premise. We're going to we're going to start from 10, go up. Probably because of time, I won't clip in song clips, but uh, we're going to discuss it, go round robin, and if we go long enough, I'll split this into two episodes. So before we get to actual numbers, I'm curious, and we'll start with Jennifer, did you just throw this off the top of your head, or did you spend a little time thinking about your list? I spend a little time. It's, it's easy to get four of them in. They will always be in my top ten. But then it gets the mood I'm in, the the I agree with Are you still there? Did I lose you, Anna? It looks like she's nope. still okay. Oh. I, I I lost you. <laughs> oh okay. So. We lost you. <laughs> okay. I think so. All right, yeah. so hang in there. Uh so how about you? Did you spend a lot of time, a little bit of time, or did you just know immediately, you know, kind well, of listed? Well, I, I, just like Jennifer said, I spe- uh, it's uh, three or four songs, there are, they are on the list all the time, and then um, it varies. So I spent quite a lot of time, and actually I didn't quite finish my list until like an hour ago. <laughs> so, yeah, so <laughs> I spent a lot of time on it. You know, um, about a year ago, I was on the uh, Dad Rock podcast for USA. They had stopped by Dallas, and we met for breakfast and they asked me, um, you know, what was my top three Springsteen songs? And I, I won't name the first two I mentioned, but uh, because they did make my top 10. And then I said, the third one changes every day. And they said, you're kind of cheating. And I go, well, it's hard to pick just three. Um, I did the same thing. I kind of, I, you know, I pulled up an Excel spreadsheet. I immediately started just listing songs that I know I love and then I kind of went okay now then what are other ones and why would I want to include them what were so uh, I'm looking forward to hearing everyone's list I'm sure there's going to be duplications and just so you guys will know uh, listeners what we plan to do is um, so just for the sake of argument let's say New Jersey Devil made our list which I don't think it will but I'm not going to judge the song, but if you said, if, if the New Jersey, you know, Night with the Jersey Devil was on your list and somebody else had that as well, whoever brings it up first will all discuss that song. And then when you get to that point in the slot, you'll just say, you know, and my number four was Night with the Jersey Devil. And we've already talked about that. So just so you guys will know what we're, what's our plan. I thought I'd start out with the... I'd read the Watching Mojo list. Um, 
they said number one, Thunder Road, then Born to Run, Badlands, Atlantic City, The River, number five, Backstreets, Born in the USA, 10th Avenue Freeze Out, Dancing in the Dark, Jungle Land. And then they had five honorable mentions, Promised Land, Wrecking Ball, Glory Days, Darkness on the Edge of Town, Racing in the Street. So I think that's a fairly, you know, general, a, a lot of his career songs. Um, so I just wanted to share that. Oh, no. Okay. Very nice. All right. So here we go. Um, Jennifer, start us off. What is your number 10 song? Okay, my number 10. And it's in because I've got lots of fun memories about this one. Is You Can Look, But You Better Not Touch. And the front part mostly is uh, the part where Stevie sings, Hey, you, get out of the car. I've got such beautiful memories of that. And there's, I don't know if the one that may, uh, gave me the memories is listening, but that person uh, knows that it's him. <laughs> That's nice. That is yeah. awesome. You know, and um, I certainly think that's a fun song. It didn't make my list. But I also think part of what's going to be really fun about this is the reasons why we're picking these songs. It could be because it's a personal memory or just because the song meant something to you during a point in your life so or you know a special person so very nice jennifer good start uh anna any thoughts about that one? Oh, i love it i love it and i agree it's so much fun when uh, uh, stevie says uh, come on get out of the car and that's that's great oh, very nice all right uh so anna what's your number 10 my number 10 is meet me in the city and um what we're doing a uh, great tour yeah it, it it was just great um jennifer thoughts on that one i i actually i love that song it's not like my list but i love the song and i haven't heard it live but i think that would uh, would be even better than the album uh, version. Yes. Yeah. I, I, go ahead, Jennifer. I mean, go ahead, Anna. No, no, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. It is, it is much more um, nice to have it live, of course. It, uh, all Springsteen songs are better live. I, <laughs> Absolutely. I, I agree. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, there's such an energy of it, as I was talking about, seeing him four times on that, where he opened the show each time. You know, and they, you know, with the pause, we are so glad to be in your beautiful city tonight. You know, we're going down to the river and it just, it is a wonderful kickoff. We're going to have a party song. So, um, didn't make my list, but I totally agree with that one. That is awesome. Um, so my number 10 is, uh, this is your sword. Um, I, am very quick to admit that I think of Bruce as a um, a Southern preacher, and a lot of the songs that mean a lot to me have a spiritual connection. And because of, you know, 
at times I think we're all looking for ways to show our faith or to have courage as we fight. And just, I love that spirituality of, um, you know, this is your sword, this is your shield, this is the power of love revealed. It is, it is a hymn, it is a, a song that says we, you know, we have faith in each other and, and we're going to make it together. So for very personal reasons, that was my number 10. Yeah, I love that song. It's, it's, like, a, it's like a folk song, sort of. Yeah, I love it. It's a nice choice. Oh, thanks. It, it, it didn't make my list. And that's mostly because most of my songs that I really like are most the up-tempo songs. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, me too. You know, and also, I, I think, you know, you guys have both said that you became you know, you found Bruce in 84. I certainly knew him, but I did not become obsessed, obsessed till 2002, you know. And so I think also when you became your obsession also drives the songs that you pick. Um, often, you know, my other obsession is Doctor Who, and they talk about your doctor ends up being the actor who played the role the most when you started watching. So I think the songs you hear a lot first in your, you know, passion of Bruce can affect it. So good. All right. So Jennifer, number nine. American Land. <sighs> okay. Uh, why yeah. American Land? Well, it's, I like the song. If it starts, I immediately start smiling and want to jump and dance, first of all. And it's a bit, uh, the story of my uncle going to the USA in, back in the 60s. So it's close to home also. Very nice, very nice. Anna, any thoughts on that one? Yeah, I love that song too. It didn't make my list, but um, um, it's very, uh, the lyrics and, um, well, the state of the world today, I think it's very important song. I totally agree. Um, we try to stay out of politics, but it sometimes it's hard not to. Um, I believe, and my friend Sam and I have talked often, that in a lot of ways, American land is what people think Born in the USA is about. Uh, it, yeah. it, it did make my list, so um, so I'm glad to talk about it. I I love the upbeat you know, tempo, the kind of the almost Irish folk song, the the music and the land, you know, the lyrics of saying, you know, the people that built this country were always trying to get out. And I, it, you know, America is a land of immigrants and it's a land of, you know, a melting pot. And to, when you think about, you know, it's that I get very upset with people that are like, well, I've made it, I'm in, and now then I don't want to give the same people, you know, that were in my circumstances the same chance to do what I wanted to do. And it goes back to Bruce saying, you know, none of us win unless all of us win. So um, I think American Land is just beautiful. Um, I loved when he was playing that toward you know he would do that toward the end of the show during 
um, you know, like uh, working on Dream or Magic or stuff. So I've only seen it live once, and um, I it's always on my wish list of live shows. Like, oh, I hope he does American Land. I hope he does American Land. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, you have a good chance if you go to Ireland. Oh, I bet. Yes. And, and boy, that would talk about bucket list to be able to go visit <laughs> Ireland and see a Bruce show there. Absolutely. That would be wonderful. Well, good. Um, so, Anna, how about you? What's number nine? My number nine is Roll of the Dice. Oh, uh, nice. yeah. Uh, I love that song and I love um, I've seen it twice. Um, uh, and it was uh, on my first show ever in 1992 um, during the Human Touch uh, tour and I just love it and the um, YouTube clips where you can see when he is um, uh, dancing with the maracas and uh, yeah I love I love it oh good Jennifer thoughts oh I love the song unfortunately not heard it live and it's not on my list because it's only 10 on my list. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, absolutely. You know, I think it goes without saying that, um, you know, a lot of these rarities, even though it isn't on your personal bingo list, you're like, oh, good. That, that's one we haven't heard a lot. Um, yeah, uh, great song, a lot of fun, um, you know, great choice. Very, very good. Um, cool. So my number nine is... Um, a fairly new song. Um, my other musical obsession is Brian Wilson and the Beach Boys. And I think Girls in Their Summer Clothes is Bruce trying to, and doing a very good job of kind of being Brian Wilson and the Beach Boys. And I just love the instrumental beginning of that, the, the, the full sound of that. And um, I just had... Um, Kevin from one of our other podcasts on the show and he talked about you know he was a newbie and he said he loved the respect of that song that it wasn't this leering of ooh, -hoo, yay there's the beautiful women in skimpy clothes it was more of just this the the beauty of just the feeling of summer and them on that and and just capturing what it's like to sit on the beach with a beautiful weather and and this just relaxing and enjoying. So, you know, that was my number nine. Oh, yeah, I love it. It's, it's, it's summer for me too. And I, I agree with Kevin. I listened to that uh, episode just the other day. And yeah, I totally agree. Oh, good. And any other thoughts? No, good okay. song, nope. but nope. Not, not my, my top 10, not even my top 20 i guess <laughs> I, it's a new song i totally understand all right so jennifer number eight well it's the numbers are the numbers and i and by the way born to run on it okay it's, born to run yeah you know i did want to stop um the only reason <laughs> we're going through numbers is um because of you know you have to have an order um, I will tell you, depending on the day, you know, this is your sword could be number one. No, that's not a try. I, I have one song I know is number one, but <laughs> I, I don't know about you guys, but my feelings, you know, depending on the day, like Anna, I would guess Meet Me in Your City 
doesn't necessarily 10. It could be, you know, higher in the list. Yeah, like six or seven. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So eight, born to run. Very nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you guys heard, but um, when I had the two guys from Rockin' the Suburbs on, you know, one of them mentions Thunder Road, and he said, and the only reason I'm not bringing up Thunder Road is I figured you've talked Thunder Road to death. And I said, yes, we have, but we've always got time to talk more of it. So um, I think people would be shocked if Born to Run didn't make all three of our lists. Um, so um, that certainly made mine. Um, it is, to many people, it is the Bruce Springsteen song. Uh, a it's, gateway it's, of song. It's ram- yeah, the Tramp uh, Anthem. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, and, that's it. And, you know, he uh-huh. named his, you know, you know, book after that. Um, I think it was interesting when they did the Apollo Theater show. There was a note. This was the first time that the E Street Band had performed a concert that didn't do Born to Run in years, if not decades, you know, it is a staple on there. And um, I have had my friend Sam once said, you know, I would lose Born to Run if I could get, you know, a different song. And I said, you know, I just think of that first Bruce Springsteen rookie, you know, this is their initial concert. And if you don't get Born to Run... You know, I, I just think how disappointed you'd be. So, uh, absolutely. Um, Anna, any thoughts on Born to Run? Anything else before we move on? Well, it didn't make my list. No, I'm just kidding. Of course <laughs> <it> <laughs> that would yeah. have been awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, I've uh, seen 13 shows, I said, and I, it's been on 12 of them. So, I, and I j- just love it. It's yeah. on my list. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. The um, He didn't do it during the Devils and Dust tour when I the, saw him there. Or the Seager and, Sessions. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. All right. So, Anna, number eight for you. Uh, isn't it your turn? No, it's my turn. Um, be True. Oh, nice. Actually, yes. Uh, so, I... Uh, uh, I love the up-tempo uh, songs, like Jennifer said, uh, she does. Um, and I love uh, songs to dance to. And this is a perfect dancing song, I think. Uh, I first bought a, a maxi single record, and it was on it, together with Tougher Than The Rest, and Chimes of Freedom and Born To Run. And that was in 1988, and then I wanted to hear it. Um, but I didn't get to hear it until, until 2008. Uh, so I heard it once, and I love it. Wow, that's a really great choice. I, I love it. It is, um, and I did love that little four mini disc. That's such a great little collection of songs. Um, yeah. Wonderful. Uh, Jennifer, any thoughts? Not really. It's a good song. It didn't make my list, but then you name songs, and I say, oh, okay, yeah. that one exists too. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, <laughs> oh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so, on a quick side note before I give my number eight, um, uh, on one of the Facebook pages last night, uh, and I, I pardon 
who posted this, but someone posted said, "Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm sick. I don't feel well. So just for fun, can you guys list? Of course, if you're going to Desert Island, you'd want all the Bruce CDs. But you know, what five other albums would you want? And uh, so people were posting their different albums, and someone said, you know, this is fascinating that we're all Bruce passionate, but then our other music." is very diverse there was not a lot of duplications and i think that's the same thing about this top 10 list is because yeah there'll be and i'm guessing maybe two or three that are in common but the other you know things we all have different you know passions and we all love each of the songs uh so yeah that's that's kind of interesting to see Mm. um so my number eight was atlantic city um i I love that this song has become, even though, you know, as it was re- released by on Nebraska, um, in modern touring, it, um, it makes the rotation at least part of the time. I won't say it's on as much as, you know, Born to Run or, you know, uh, some other songs, 10th Avenue Freeze Out or such, but... You know, Atlantic City gets on the rotation fairly enough, and I love how the band has made it a anthem and a song. Um, I, I just love the 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 power of the song. Um, this is a song that a lot of people cover, including the band, and I love their versions of it. This is, I think, just a really. Um, a really special song of Bruce, and so I've got that on my top ten. Yeah, it's a good song. Didn't make my top ten, but I like it. Okay. Neither did it, did it uh, make mine, but Nebraska is one of my favorite albums, so I listen to it on a regular basis. All right. Um, yeah. Very nice. I like it. Good. All right, number seven. Well, you know, you only have ten slots. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. part of the problem. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's part of the problem, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. Uh, Jennifer, number seven. My favorite Bruce love song, The Way. The it's, Way. Uh, imagine him singing that to you. Whether it's the, that is in an 80,000 crowd or one-to-one, but I... I like it. It's my favorite love song. Did he ever play it live? Nope. 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 <laughs> not, not that anyone knows. No. Oh, that's so. that's a really nice choice. I um, I didn't go too obscure on any of my choices, and uh, I love that. That is that is a great song. It is something, um, a very loving song. I agree with you. Um, wow, really good pick. Um, Anna, any thoughts? Yeah, good pick, but it didn't make my list. It's, yeah. uh, no, I don't, I don't listen to it much, but uh, a few times. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. All right, and your number seven, Anna? My number seven is um, No Surrender. And uh, I chose this one because it's was the first Bruce Springsteen song I ever heard. And I have a sister, she's six years older than me, and um, she played this song, and I, I got curious. 
what was sounding from her room. So I went there and she, she said, this is Bruce Springsteen. Um, and that was, uh, that was it. I was hooked. Nice. So Jennifer, I know that this song means a lot to you. So you want to share? No, no. It, it's not my uh, favorite song. Right. You've got it wrong. Oh, I don't. Because it's not, it's not on my list. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. I thought I remember from the talk we talked about this, but okay, maybe not. So um... I just have to say one thing about this. Yeah. Uh, actually, um, uh, sometimes he plays it uh, acoustically, um, but I love the full band version. That's that's the best best version, I think. Absolutely. So, yeah. go ahead, Jennifer. It's anything? it's a good, it's absolutely a good song, and um, it's one of the first I've heard. In a eighty four, and realized it was Bruce. So, but it's not on my list. Okay. So, in our first oddness, it is number seven on my list as well. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had that um, specifically. Um, I I love um, because so many people use this as an anthem as they're fighting health or financial or any kind of struggle the no retreat no surrender uh, i believe it is a passion it is a it is a prayer that we are sending out it is a defiance of throwing a line in the sand and going you know go ahead do no. this go fight it so um it is um, in fact, I've talked about, um, I've never been someone who wanted a tattoo. I'm, you know, I'm 58. I'm this old fat white guy. There's no reason for me to ever get a tattoo. Why uh, not? Why not? Uh, go, go get yeah. it. And I've talked to Linda, uh, my wife, that I think I might want no retreat, no surrender somewhere you know, once I'm done with all my chemos and stuff, just as a yeah. reminder of the battle I've had. So, um, Anna, you and I are on sync, at least in this one. So, yes. uh, thank you very much. That's perfect. <laughs> I usually, uh, since I'm a teacher, people always make fun of this uh, with the lyrics. We learn more from the three minute record. Um, well, that's what I hear all the time. Yeah. But I do think that, um, there, I don't. I never think of that as a total um, against school, but it is just no. that the the power of music and the joy of music and how we, you know, our education is not just in the classroom; but it's in our family and our lives. So yes, sure, perfect. sure, absolutely. I agree. Yes. All right, Jennifer. Number six. We're almost number halfway six. there. The first song I ever heard live, Tunnel of Love. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, last year, after I was, little story, uh, the first nice. show I was with a schoolmate. And after uh, 28 years, I've met him again last year in Gothenburg. Yeah. <laughs> and we... We're at the same show and got Tunnel of Love again. Oh, so that was full wonderful. Circle. Yeah. 
So I had to put it on my list. Oh, I totally agree. Absolutely. Um, Anna, thoughts on that? Uh, it's a great song, and um, uh, when Patty's on, uh, sh they should definitely sing this song, I think. I love it. And I was there in Gothenburg, too, when uh, Jennifer heard it last. Oh, how funny. You yeah. know, it, in a lot of ways, when people ask me, do I have a favorite album, um, I will mention Tunnel of Love, which is funny because... As I looked, almost none of the Tunnel of Love songs made my list. But just, I think the collection of the album kind of works for me as well. So, um, didn't make my list, but it is, it is like I said, a great song and, and a wonderful album of that, you know, it's not... One of the things I think we love about Bruce is the way he shares his life through his music and to see the pain he was going through. And especially after reading the biography, it is um, really, it is telling so much about himself. So great choice. I totally, uh, I'm, I may steal that one later. Anna, <laughs> how about you? <laughs> um, well, uh, Tunnel of didn't, didn't make my list, but uh, number six for me is uh, Sherry Darling. Oh, good. Uh, it's a really fun song, um, and i kind of been chasing it, uh, and I didn't get it until uh, last year, and then I heard it four times, so that's nice. Yes, that is nice. Did... Yeah. Did you get tired of it hearing it that often? No. Okay. Yeah, good. Never. Good answer. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, Jennifer, okay. thoughts on Cherry Darling? I love the song. Uh, well, when I started to discover Bruce and I got to the river, that was one of my favorites. But last year, hearing it seven times, uh, okay, <laughs> that's enough for now. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had... I will in, kind of embarrassingly admit I've kind of had never really paid a lot of attention to the lyrics, have just enjoyed the kind of the music and the beat and the chorus. And uh, when he was doing The River Live, you know, you, I heard it, you know, a lot. And, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm hitting the lyrics. I'm like, oh, this is really funny. And then uh, there is a, um, if you Google it, uh, Robert Downey Jr. on Ally McBeal sings a version and he's dating, I assume, I don't remember the episode, but he's dating a girl and her mom is in the <laughs> audience as well. And they're like, is this about us? Wait a minute. And it was just <laughs> so funny. So, yeah, um, we discussed Sherry Darling is a great pop song. And uh, it is hilarious, and I, um, it did not make my list, but it is certainly a wonderful song, and I smile when I hear it, and yeah, I too. do get up and kind of, you know, do my uh, old man dance. So great job! <laughs> yeah. So number six for me, I'm going very pop, but um, and this may be sacrilege to my Bruce Springsteen fans that are, you know, deep track lovers. 
but I just love Glory Days. I just, I think it is a song I never get tired of. Um, it is, I, when I hear it, I smile. I think this was the first true, like Dancing in the Dark video I didn't care about. But when I saw the Glory Days video of watching them in the band and Max twirling the drumsticks and little Steven with the mandolin, and it just looked like, oh, my God, they're having the greatest party ever at this little club. And I wanted to be there so bad. And I, I love the energy of the song. I also, anytime, um, like, some of my friends will talk about, um, you know, back in the day when their favorite sports team won a championship. You know, I always insert glory days. And when my son goes to his elementary school, you know, to visit, I will throw up glory days on the car and we'll talk about it. And, and I know this fall we're going back to his college for a football game. And we will play Glory Days several times just because of the whole tongue-in-cheek about going back to your past. And I, so it is – I know it's, it's, it's a pop song. I know it's not very deep, but it is one that I just smile every time I hear it. That's wow, Jessica, yeah. Yes, your description, your reason, it makes me want to – oh, yeah, that song. Is that so good? Yes, it is. And I love the video too, but not for the reasons you just men mentioned. Okay. But the little kid with his baseball uh, bat walking into Bruce. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, that, that is great. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Any other thoughts? Nope. It didn't make my list, but I love it. All right. No. I, yeah. Very Same cool. for me. Okay. So we're, uh, we've made our first half. Uh, let me check, see how we're doing on time. Uh, we're doing okay so far, so we're good. All right, let's keep going then. Number five, Jennifer. Uh, that's a real fist bumper, Badlands. Ah, nice. Yeah, exactly. It cannot not be on my list. It's, uh, yeah, it just says, when I hear it, it sets my mind free. I... The crowd fist pumping and jumping, it it always makes me happy. It's one of the first songs I really, really loved from Bruce. Very cool. Anna, thoughts? Yes, um, I agree. I totally agree. Uh, and, and the lyrics, it's, it's, you have to shout it. You can't just sing along. You just you have to shout it out, fist pump, dance, hop, hop around. You know, I just love it. Yeah, um, I. Um, so, my friend Sam. So this is the third time I've mentioned him, but um, we were driving down to Houston to do to see the Working on a Dream tour because. Um, Bruce wasn't coming to Dallas for that show. And Houston's about three, four-hour drive. By the way, as we're recording this, August 27th, uh, many of our um, family and friends in Houston are struggling with some flooding, so a prayer to them for sure. Um, so we 
so Badlands got played fairly often on E Street Radio. And he was like, I'm really tired of Badlands. And I'm like, ah, I could see because I'm just, he said, I've just heard it too much. I'm not, he said, I'm just burned out on it. And so the show opened with Badlands. And he just looked at me like, really? Really? And I'm like, hey, that's what happens. Um, I think it is a great uh, live song. Um, I love the way the audience sings along and they chant. And I do think the lyrics, right, man? Poor man want to be rich. Rich man want to be king. King's not satisfied till he rules everything hmm. is one of the best lyrics that Bruce has written because it is simple. I mean, it shares so much about people always wanting more. Um, so, yeah, um, did not make my list, but I totally agree. Absolutely a wonderful song. Anna, how about you? Any comments or anything? Give us your number five. I want to get on to my number five because it's Badlands. Yes. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just uh, written down in my notes, yes, it's Fist Pump, the great show starter. Um, yeah, I love this song. Awesome. That is great. <laughs> Good. Um, so uh, number five on my list is American Land. We've already talked about the reasons why. So it is one of my top five songs, and it's something that just really means a lot to me. Um, so we'll skip to Jennifer, number four. Uh, now we get to the ones that are always being in my list with no particular order. And this one is uh, You're Missing. And uh, as Bruce said, the older you get, the more it means. This song is has started to mean more to me a couple of years back. And it yeah, tells the story of me missing my mom. That's about it. So it's a really personal one. I, I think as we all grow older, you know, we lose people we care about. And, and, you know, I believe they're waiting for us. And what possibly may be on my list in a few minutes. But, um, <laughs> and... So I, I totally get that, and it captures that sadness and that the melancholy of, you know, that that missing friend or relative that you um, you wish they were there. So great pick, great, absolutely great pick. Anna, thoughts on your missing? Um, I say the same same as you did. Uh, it's a great pick, and yeah, yeah, very emotional, great song. Good. All right, Anna, what's your number four? Well, my number four is the one I just added to the list. Um, um, it's Mary's Place. Um, I uh, love it. Um, I I love the fact. Um, uh, well, uh, when he sings uh, the the lyrics, "Family faces around me, laughter fills the air." He sort of makes makes it um, be to be about the audience, us fans, and I love that. Absolutely. Um, Jennifer, thoughts on that one? I totally agree. Um, we heard it last year, also in Gothenburg. Yeah. And 
yeah, there was with wonderful friends around me. So mm. I'm not I'm not sure if we heard it in the in the sound check already. Yes, we did. We did, did right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were kind of prepared for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It. I've shared this story, so I apologize to both you and the audience because you're going to hear it again. But Mary's place always reminds me of my grandparents and this dairy farm, and we would be on the porch at night, you know, shelling peas or shucking corn, and there's this, you know, we'd have music in the background and. All of a sudden, you know, your your grandparents and your uncles are telling these stories about them being kids and this sense of family and togetherness was there. It was such a beautiful moment. And um, it's on my honorable li mention list. Um, and I could very much um, easily drop This Is Your Sword or Girls in Your Summer Clothes to get Mary's Place on there. Um, I, I just love that. I've only heard it live once, and it was my very first show, and um, I did not appreciate – I mean, I loved every new show, but I now – this is on my list of – I just want to hear it one more time live. It, band no. songs. that are, yeah. was bad. Yes, absolutely. Jesse, Jesse, we lost you for a oh, while. Okay. Sorry. Um, okay, I'm back now. Yes, Mary's Place is – is I've only heard once and I want to hear it again. So we'll summarize that. Um, yeah, and I want I want to say something yeah. about the um, uh, when we when we uh, meet uh, the fans meet and uh, like Jennifer said we met outside uh, Ullevi in Gothenburg and heard the sound check and everything. Uh, I wanted to uh, tell the story about how we met in real life. Jennifer, do you remember? Oh, I do. Share. Well, um, we went. Uh, we were going to see um, Bruce Springsteen in London, and um, uh, it was in 2000, 2013, I guess. And yep. uh, there was a uh, party uh, the night before so, um, with all Bruce fans. That was in the Pride of Pennington in London. Yeah, and uh, we. We're all meeting there, and it was for most of us the first times we saw any of our Twitter fr friends. Yeah. So that was really fun. And we played music all uh, all night, Bruce music, of course, and then all of a sudden, everyone said, "Jake is here! Jake is here! Jake is here!" And Jake Clemens walks in. Wow. Yeah. That was wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is, and awesome. I, I, I still have that picture of me with Jake, and he signed it. Yeah, and I'm looking at it, at it right now. It's uh, such a great memory that night. Yes, that, that was magic. You know, um, God, I'm so glad you shared that. I, I, I love the idea. You know, when. When Bruce came to Dallas, um, a lot of Facebook and Twitter fans of mine, we met before the show and kind of talked and visited. And, and it's wonderful because I have met plenty of fans through other genres, you know, comic book and Doctor Who and Star Trek. And... Not always is it a good experience. 
I'll I'll just leave it there. You know, sometimes you're like, I, this guy may be okay online, but in person, he's kind of a jackass. I've not seen that with a Bruce fan yet. <laughs> all but you no. know. Well, go ahead. You know, everybody on Twitter is acting like who they are. Yes. So if you meet them in real life, I've never met one that isn't the person online. Yeah, I totally. If agree. you know what I mean. Absolutely. Yes, I agree, Jennifer. I agree. And um, probably in a bit of timey wiminess, um, this episode will come out after um, my discussion with Dan French. Um, but he, um, I recorded an episode with him yesterday, and I'm going to edit it, and it'll probably come out the week before this one does. And he talked about the first time he saw Bruce, and it is an absolutely amazing story. And and talking about meeting a long-distance pen pal, because this was back in the early 80s, so there was no Twitter, there was no internet, this was all through post, you know. So um, <laughs> it's nice to know some things don't change, that you can still meet your online or pen pals, and it is just as wonderful. Yeah. It is. Very nice. Um, okay, so I, we're up to my number four. Um, this is, depending on the day, um, I, I normally would have put this probably number two, but because I was thinking globally, I, I didn't put it. I put better days. Um, I am at heart an optimist. I am always thinking that today is going to be better than yesterday and tomorrow will be better than today. I believe that we should enjoy the journey. I've done business talks where I talk to people about that. And better days to me is that story. The story is enjoy your journey. Enjoy the experience you're having now. Um, do not waste your life thinking about what if or when. And so um, it is one of the songs I listened to almost on a daily basis when I was unemployed for a longer than I wanted to be. It is a song that is on my F Cancer playlist. And it is, um, it is a, when I mentioned there, when I mentioned this, there's three songs and it is one of them. The other one is number one on my list. And then the third changes every day. So um, better days is something that just has a very personal meaning to me and so it had to make my top 10 i've never heard it live and i think i would lose my blank if i did <laughs> actually it was the first song i ever heard live in back in 1992 so uh, good pick i love it good thank you that, that would have been awesome I, i'm thinking again why isn't this one on my list <laughs> yeah. Because there's only ten spots. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. All right. And go ahead. Yeah. Being more the pessimist, uh I trying to do exactly what you said, forget the what ifs. It's hard. But I'm trying to and yeah, you should have fun in life and don't forget to have fun in life. Well said. Absolutely. Well, yeah, well said. Good. Uh, so I will have to say here, my friend Ken 
who is a huge Doctor Who fan, and we have worked together and been friends over 20 years. And he is a pessimist, and that's, he says, one of the reasons why our friendship works and our partnership works when we work together. But he says he thinks the pessimist is the way to be because if you assume the worst is going to happen, and it does, you go, look, I was right. And then <laughs> if you assume the worst is going to happen and good happens, you're pleasantly surprised. He says so there's a win by win if you're a pessimist. And so we always laugh about that. So. There you go. All right, Jennifer, we're up to our top three. What's your third? My third is one I've heard for the first time live uh, last year in Dublin, and that's Jungle Land. I know uh, that everything is already said about this song, but it's just a masterpiece to me. And uh, hearing it last year for the first time was just amazing it was a magical moment very nice Anna thoughts on Jungle Land yes uh, it's also uh, number three on my list (laughs) and um, well the most memorable moment uh, I've I've, uh, heard it three times live and uh, it was when uh, Jake played it for the first time uh, in Gothenburg after Cleansers died. Wow. So that was very emotional. And um, I love that song. It's just brilliant. And the sax solo, and yeah, it's a brilliant song. It, it, yeah, it's, in life, it's not just the sax solo. It's the no. uh, Susie's violin, Roy's piano, yeah. Stevie's solo. Really, it, it's, yeah, it's a masterpiece. Yeah, it is. So I have been on the record that I don't get Jungle Land, and I and and I'm always shocked. People are like, "What, Jesse? Have you not ever listened to the song?" Um, and I I recognize its greatness, and I do love um, the way the song is put together. It is a, it is truly a, you know, Brian Wilson's. Uh, they said that his. Good Vibrations was a pocket symphony. I believe this is a pocket opera. I, I believe it is, you know, there is the beginning, the middle, and the end, and all the journey with it. Um, it doesn't touch me emotionally, but, uh, you know, both intellectually and musically, I understand its greatness. It just isn't a song that speaks to me personally, but I certainly, in fact, I was a little embarrassed like my first show, he played it, and I was like, "Oh, okay," not realizing how <laughs> wonderful this was. Like, "Oh, okay, we got Jungle It," and I just kind of felt a little bit embarrassed. So, uh, great pick, absolutely wonderful, and I think it's hilarious. Both of you guys, you know, this is now twice we've hit the same song. No, three times, yeah. I guess. Um, <laughs> so, my number three is you guys have already talked about it, uh, "Born to Run." You know, there's nothing else you can say about it except, you know, it is BTR and, you know, it is um, one of those that you just hear it and you you wish you're in a convertible and you wish the top was down and you wish you were blowing out your speakers. All right, Jennifer, number two. Number two. Yeah, you both heard the 
the podcast about this one, and it's uh, Blood Brothers. I made a long dedication out of it. And mm. yeah, it's for all my Blood Brothers and sisters out there. It's a great song. It is a great song, and I'm going, now that you said that, like, how did that not make my list? You know, I'm going, uh, yeah, it is. And I especially, the, when they added that verse, you know, talking specifically about the band, is just, um, it, it is just so wonderful. Um, great choice. And like I said, I'm sitting there going, why did I not pick this one? Yeah, wonderful. Anna, how about you? Any thoughts? And then what's your number two? Well, uh, there's only 10 spots on this list, so that's why Blood Brothers didn't get it. Um, I love it. I love it. Uh, my number two is Born to Run, and we said a lot of it uh, about the song already. Um, I like the fact that they um, turn on the lights, and uh, we, you can see all the audience uh, dance around, and uh, every, everyone seems to know it. Yeah, in fact, when I do my newbie um, podcast where, um, you know, I have someone who's not familiar with Bruce and we, I, I specifically figure most of them have heard Born to Run, Glory Days, you know, a lot of the stuff from Born in the USA. So, um, I think, you know, almost everyone except for my friend Junior who believes Santa Claus is coming to town is Bruce's biggest hit. Um, and he does that only partially kidding. Uh, you know, Born to Run is just an anthem. So absolutely well, well deserved. Um, yeah. So my number two is Thunder Road. Um, much like your story, Anna, about Sherry Darling, um, I had the first um, seven times I saw Bruce, I did not hear him do Thunder Road. And I was like, how can I, how could I have not heard Thunder Road? And then, you know, he was ending the shows either with Dream Baby Dream or Thunder Road. And when he was in Dallas for the free show, he ended with Thunder Road with Patty singing backgrounds. And I just, tears in my eyes getting to hear it live for the first time. And then <laughs> the next shows, he never, I was never at a show where he did Dream Baby Dream. He always did Thunder Road. And I've said, I'm not going to complain that I get to hear Thunder Road because it took me forever to hear it. So, and I will tell you, every time I hear it, when that harmonica starts and people sing along, it is, I, I do feel like the Bruce spirit, call it Holy Spirit, whatever you want, fills the room and we truly are all blood brothers and sisters at that point. So, um... I think you could have a very good debate, and we did, about Thunder Road or Born to Run, which one's his greatest song. So Thunder Road is my number two. Well, I... I yeah, yeah, go ahead, Jennifer. It's not on my list, but, yeah, there's only 10 spots. Exactly. <laughs> but it's always a magical moment, whether it's full band or solo acoustic. It's always a magical moment in the show. It's on the road. Absolutely, I agree. Anna, how about you? 
Well, uh, it is on my list, and now I already revealed this number one. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, it's a, a very important song to me. Um, can't really explain why the lyrics speaks to me, and I, if I ever upset or nervous or whatever, uh, I listen to Thunder Road. I did it before we started recording, and I do it all the time. I love that song. You know, one of the things when... Um the Dallas Mavericks, the NBA team here in Dallas, was on a championship. They, The year they won the championship, they were in the playoffs. And in the fourth quarter, I'd always tweet, you know, have a little faith, there's magic in the night. You know, and and I we quote that a lot to each other. I think, once again, one of the great lyrics. Now, my wife hates it because she cannot understand why is he calling her ugly i said well no it's that's not really what he's saying but um i, I yeah absolutely wonderful um i have that la line as a tattoo on my arm so it's very important to me yes uh, and i want to hear it full band i don't um, i don't prefer the uh, acoustic version not that i don't like it but i prefer the full band version so I don't know if I've ever heard, I think every time I've heard it, it's just him solo. I've never heard the band do it. I'll have to double check. I don't think so. Um, that would be very cool to hear. I agree. Mm. Yes. Um, Jennifer, you're number one. There can only be one for me. That's <laughs> Journey 99. I knew it. I, I, I still cannot explain why the... I just like it, the beat, the, uh, yeah, life lately with the cowbell. I love the cowbell. <laughs> but my, fav my favorite version is the 75, 85 uh, version. Mm -hmm. it's, it's more the, yeah, it's almost solo. Not completely, but I like that version. And I, I still don't know why. Maybe because I uh, struggled with the rhythm of the lyrics. And what age I was, was 14, 15 when I got to know that song. But it stuck with me and uh, I was so, so very happy. I heard it live last year in my favorite uh, power combination with Murder Incorporation and uh, Youngstown. Those three songs together are so powerful, and that's that was a great moment last year. Oh, that's so awesome. And, you know, what I love the most is it emotionally is important to you, yet you find difficulty putting it in words. And, and I get that. Sometimes where there's just something that speaks to you, and you can't really tell why, but it is. So, oh, what a what a lovely, what a lovely sharing. Anna, thoughts on Johnny Ninety Nine? You knew that was coming, though, obviously. Yes, yes, I, I knew that uh, because I I know Jennifer a little bit, so I know that. Uh, I like this song. It didn't make my number ten. Um, I like the lyrics because it's um, well, it's sort of like it's kind of a screenplay, and you can. It's, it's like a film uh, in, in your head when you listen to it, and I love it. Perfect. So my number one, um, since Anna's already shared it, Thunder Road. 
uh, hers. <laughs> so uh, mine is Land of Hope and Dreams. Um, when I met Bruce at the book signing in my five seconds that I don't think he heard, but as I've said many times, it was more important to me to say it than it was for him to hear it, is that um, I listened to Land of Hope and Dreams and Better Days almost every day when I was looking for a job and, and feeling depressed, like, is this ever going to end? Um, I have said the lyrics to Land of Hope and Dreams at my one of my best friend's funerals, Rick, and at my father's funeral, I've read Land of Hope and Dreams, and I hope one day, many years in the future, my son will read it at mine. Um, if there is... If, American Land and Land of Hope and Dreams together are what many people think Born in the USA is. Um, I think Land of Hope and Dreams is about our next life and this life as well. And um, I, I believe there's always a chance to get better. I always believe there is a chance that no matter how bad things are in your life, that you can, you know, will leave the rest and go to streams of sunshine and meet me in the land of hope and dreams. So this is a song that I just think is about hope and love. And, and it, it just is, um, if some, that is, I will always say is my favorite Bruce song. Yeah, I love this song. Uh, it was, um, I had to thin out the list, so it had to go today from my list. So, but I love it. I understand. <laughs> it was on my list. I posted on Twitter uh, last month. So, but I skipped it. I I changed it for another one. But then again, it's probably my number eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I do. I just think it's something very special. Um, so uh, we've got time. So Jennifer, if you have four or five honorable mentions if you want to share them it's okay if you don't but i just if there were songs that might have made your list if you if we you know if we were going to talk three hours you want to share <laughs> oh we oh streets of fire is one of them um met the Morris banks devils and dust meeting across the river Oh, yeah, what more? Oh, back in your arms. A lot of them. Well, all of uh, those are great choices. And especially, back in your arms almost made my list. Um, I just love that. I, You know, there are times when just the world has kicked you in the butt. And, um, and when I'm driving home, all I want to do is just to have Linda hug me and tell me it's okay you're going to be okay so yeah great all five great choices but especially back in your arms Anna how about you did you have an honorable list honorable mention list sure sure <laughs> don't we all yeah. have <laughs> all, all the other ones yeah yeah exactly precisely. yeah <laughs> well um Candace Room I like a lot and uh, the promised land uh, land of hope and dreams I already said um, my love will not let you down. Blood Brothers, the Ghost of Tom Joad. Well, there are many. Yeah, 
Yeah, all great choices. Um, I, I also love Love Let Me Down. I think that's just a great song. And we've already talked about Promised Land and Candy's Room. All those are great choices. Um, my f- honorable five, and I agree with you, I could have just gone on and on and on. You know, as we talked about, you went, how did this song not make my list? How did this song not make me list? Um, Highway Patrolman. I just love that song. Jack of All Trades. Of course, Rosalita and 10th Avenue just are songs that lie, that make you smile, and Mary's Place. That's kind of my triple play. Like, okay, Bruce, just do 10th Avenue to Mary's Place to Rosalita. Give us 20 minutes of dance music, and we'll just be, (laughs) you know, we'll be exhausted at the end of that. So that is great. Um, So we had a fair amount of crossovers. Um, I guess Born to Run. uh, No, I don't think we had one song that all three of did we, which says a lot about the diversity of his catalog, correct? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Um, I hope you guys had as much fun as I did. So, Anna, was it a little bit better than you thought it would be? Much better. Okay. Thank you. You are still too nice, so uh, that's that's why, yeah. All right. So maybe later this fall we'll have you do solo and you can share your Springsteen story? Maybe. Okay. That's okay. That's yes, yes, you can, Anna. All right. And you have, you have, your, you have a Springsteen story. All right. So um, I just want to thank both of you for spending your time with me. This was absolutely a joy. Um, If someone wants to reach you, uh, how can they? You want to start, Jennifer, with maybe your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is SilverWyfern99. And that's the best way of getting hold of me. All right. Very nice. Um, And Anna, how about you? Uh, my Twitter ha- Twitter handle is uh, Annalind one. Very nice, and I am at Jesse Jackson DFW. Um, I am. Uh, are Are you guys even going to try to get Broadway tickets? I am. Good for you. I registered, uh, but I'm not sure yet. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, that's what um, Linda allowed me to register. And she says, if you end up getting tickets, then we'll talk about how we're going to get there. Uh, so yeah. um, I do. I am hoping for a Blu-ray or an HBO and an HBO special. Um, I think this is going to be pretty special, and I, I would love to be there live. But either way, if I can see it, I'd be pretty happy. So um, thank you guys so much again. I appreciate it. Um, you know, let's. Um, Let's continue. Thank you for all the support of the show. I, I just sending you both just a lot of love and and support. Um, any final words, Jennifer? Well, just want to say thank you for doing this and connecting all of us. And wish you all the best on your fight against cancer. And until we talk again. Thank you, my friend. And Anna, how about you? Any final thoughts? Um, just have to say the same um, good luck with the fight against the cancer and uh, as you know I listen to uh, all the episodes and I um, share them and I comment on them so let's uh, see if we can get more people to listen to your shows well that would be lovely I appreciate it it was it's really been you know it's a joy doing this I just love sharing the Springsteen stories and the passion. And so I appreciate you both support and the love. Um, I'm, uh, 
One, uh, the Wednesday after Labor Day here in the U.S. is my last chemo treatment. And then I've got two weeks of pills and then I'm done. And I will tell you both, I'm ready to be done. This chemo has been kicking me in the arse. So I am ready. Um, but I do feel the love and support of um, my Springsteen's brothers and sisters across the world. And it it does help me a lot. So thank you guys for that. Uh, we're going to end with just uh, thanking everyone. Um, you know, we are um, a family, and we are together. And uh, thank you for the love. Thank you for the support. And we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.